welcome to the sap. Should the we throw Dave Neal with Tashi Gordon. Yeah. What do you like? Should we throw this trash in the trash right there? No, no, no. We're recording. You got trash. If you want to get out here, get out and do the trash. Yeah. The I have You're headphones a, okay. on. Wow. I have everything Ladies attached and gentlemen, to me. this is a car cast episode. We have been trying to record this episode for weeks. We have had so many random issues with several different types of technology. I mean, it failed. We had three failed episodes, right? We, well, first of all, the GoPro, we had the wrong thing, so it couldn't mount. Now we have a good GoPro mount. Oh, I got to go right here? Yeah, it's, wow. it redirected. It's it wanted 20. you to actually go left. It's 2021. We've got Teslas that drive themselves, and we, we have to drive three blocks to see, to let the uh, GPS know which direction we're heading in. Do you hear that? I'm complaining that the uh, on-demand... Uh, directions we have are slightly off after growing up using MapQuest my whole life. All right, folks, uh, are you geared in? Are you ready for this? It's going to be a good one. Are you asking me or are you I'm, asking the listener? Uh, uh, both. Is it a rhetorical question? Yeah, it's both rhetorical and I'm demanding an answer. Are you guys ready for this, Tasha? Are you ready for this? We, we just fueled up with Starbucks and Del Taco. Except and, I uh, can't drink my Starbucks because I'm already worried about getting home without peeing my pants. Tasha nearly <laughs> peed herself. She is an adult woman. She nearly peed herself. We just, uh, okay. And had to run into a Whole Foods to find a bathroom. You were considering he, peeing off the highway. Yeah, and we passed a um, porta potty next to a homeless encamp encampment, and you refused to stop because you said that that was not safe. But well, what do you think they do in homeless porta potties? No offense, but you think these noodles shoot themselves up? Needles, noodles. <laughs> you noodles. know what I mean? Tasha needs noodles now. No, so that was a few no, no, days no, ago. Let's just. No one is talking about this added, this side effect of pandemic closures. Is that? No bathrooms are open. You, Starbucks is drive-through. You know, I guess some places you can go in, but nothing is open with bathrooms anymore. You can't just run into a Taco Bell or a Starbucks well, you know or use funny. the bathroom. People like me who spend a lot of time in their cars all day and, like, depend on <laughs> restrooms in food service well, places. When you, when you, do you, do, were you this way? When I lived in New York, I would budget where I was going to shit myself. So I'd be like, okay, I'll take a dump at the Crunch. The gym's right near there. Like, you needed to know where you were going to go because if you got caught in a bind, you literally were, were up Shit's Creek without a you, toilet. You know, another interesting thing. So in New York, it's, like, against the law for um, places to deny you a bathroom. Really? Yeah. I don't know if it, that's the same anymore. Even if you're not but, a paying customer? Um, I think you have to be a paying customer. Well, maybe. Yeah, I guess some places have, like, keypads. But basically, you couldn't get in trouble. Like, if you went into a place and asked to use the bathroom and they refused you, if you just peed on the floor, you wouldn't get in trouble for it because they were supposed to let you use the bathroom. Got you. In Los Angeles, hardly any gas stations have bathrooms. Have you noticed that? No, I don't. I don't have to worry about these things like you do. Like, I don't have to, like, uh, I don't... I guess you haven't left the house in many months. I haven't left the house in a year, folks. <laughs> they, literally, I forgot to bring a mask out today because I haven't been out in so long that I've just been sort of living at home. But, yeah, a lot of um, gas stations, like, normally anywhere else in the country you go, like, you can pull off a roadside and, like, they have bathrooms in a gas station. A lot of these gas stations in L.A., that, that I'm sure they have a bathroom somewhere, but it's, like... In, behind like an employees only sort of area but we were driving looking for bathrooms and you were literally looking at construction sites seeing if you could <laughs> can uh, i take break a into that fence and get into their porta potty yeah that was it was dangerously close to being an emergency how situation. close do you think you were to just losing it well i was sweating <laughs> 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 the liquid was finding another route out well you no, know what i was thinking about it, you you know what it really was though it, my pants were too tight my pants were in a bad position so you were like you had when i stood up because i was i was thinking like i'm gonna run into this whole foods and i might pee myself running to the bathroom like it was very dire as i was sitting in the car but once i stood up and things like redistributed and my pants weren't so tight pressing on my stomach. I felt a lot better. Well, what was crazy, because um, I don't know if we ever talked about this on the podcast. Maybe we did many times for all I know. But what was crazy when I had my when I shit my pants was how sick I was that I didn't 
it's one of those things people go, oh, I, you know, I'm 35, right? I'd never shoot my pants in my adult life. And, and you just wonder how could somebody just bring themselves to shitting their pants? And it's for the most part, a complete surprise to me. <laughs> I was probably only five feet away from you. And I was, you know, I'm full of shame, but uh, <laughs> I'm the type of guy I'm in the moment. I'm full of shame, but afterwards I'll talk about it till the cows come home. You so, and Katie yeah, Thurston, yeah. you both pooped your pants within well, the past exactly. couple years, right? So, so Katie Thurston is the uh, is rumored to be spoiler alert the next Bachelorette, and she's got a viral TikTok video about shitting her pants at work because she was on a keto diet. But in my case, I had I had a very very violent stomach illness. I lost ten pounds in one day. This is a true story. And, it was um, two days. It was two well, days that you uh, couldn't well, leave the, the toilet. Come on, I was. So anyway, the, the first time I was like, you just that typical feeling where you have a quick little fart you need to get out. And then I just kind of felt like I, you know, I felt like I had like a bubble in my boxer briefs. <laughs> it just, you could feel like the tension Ew. on the boxer briefs. That All I could feel was the tension on the boxer briefs because they were now possessing a shit. But a, a shit. What kind of, a Katie well, Thurston baby poop kind of no, shit? No, 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 or like no, no, a, no, no, no. a, this a was, small round? No, 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 no. What this, was it? This was full-blown. This was after hours of vomiting and already having diarrhea. So this was full-blown, like, bile, whatever it okay, was. Okay, so it was like a goop. It was like... You had um, a goop? It was like, uh, yeah, it was like a water balloon went off in my asshole. Yeah, it was horrible. But I just had this moment where I kind of had... I poked at it <gasps> from the outside to be like, what it, is this what I think this is? Because I'm 35. I've, I've <laughs> never... This is This is uncharted territory for me. So sure enough, I waddle. Uncharted, uncharted. <laughs> That's it. That'll be the name of this episode. Uncharted territory. So, um, by the way, this is an audio-only podcast episode. The video of this is on Patreon. If you want to watch my shame leave my body, just like my bowels. So uncharted territory. So I get to the bathroom. I kind of waddled there like a penguin. We just watched a penguin documentary on uh, Disney. So I waddled. Did you? Did you have a, a an inkling what happened? In the documentary last night? Or you mean the shitting the pants? Yeah. I feel like you kind of looked at me with a face of shock. I pro Yeah, it was the same face I made when I proposed to you. <laughs> the same look on my safe like, I don't know what's about to happen next. But I had my soul on the line. And I got to the bathroom and then um, it happened a few more times because, you know, I cleaned myself up. Probably but took a maybe shower. you should have just been like... I live in the bath. I live in the tub. No, for I'm saying like maybe if you're having like a risky day after you've been vomiting and had diarrhea, maybe you don't fart. Maybe I'm 35 pants. and this has never happened to me. That's maybe like saying if you have to fart, you should go to the toilet. That's like and saying fart. don't sneeze when you, um, you know, whatever. It's like this. What this wasn't on the table. Shitting your pants isn't on the table till it is. Okay. But you said it happened two or three more times. Is well, what I'm saying well, after okay. the first. Well, yeah, yes, yes. But then maybe the, you would have your no, no, guard no, no, up no, 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 about no. future. I, listen, I had my guard up. The first time I was a complete, like. Uh, the goalie didn't protect the goal. I completely let the score happen. The second time, I, and this was when it got sad, is I'm just laying down on the couch, and I could feel like, w regardless of me farting, it was happening. It was just happening. While and, you were just laying there? Yeah. Like, not to the point where it was going to stain things, but I could feel like I need to get to the bathroom. This A is, zap. whether I get to the bathroom or not, this is not in my conscious control. And then after that, it just became a, like, let's get in the shower and just let let it let it rip. And uh, I do apologize. There's probably somebody trying uh, to eat uh, yeah. Skyline Chili Someone's right now. listening to this on their lunch break and feeling real but grossed I think, out. But I think in some weird ways, people like a good shit story because you don't get many shit stories. Well, I guess anybody who's had a, a near shart experience could 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 find this fun well so th so of course for those that have heard this the beginning of the story earlier in that day i mustered up the energy after i woke up sick i woke up sick we had mongolian beef the night before well, or you did. Le leftovers i ate leftovers i microwaved them but you know you know me your boy dave if it if it requires three minutes in the microwave i pull it out at two i'm ready to go 
uh, don't do that. So uh, is that what made you sick? The second day? It was leftovers? Yeah, it, ha- it had to be mon- the leftover Mongolian beef. It had to be. But this happens once every... once Something happens once every couple of years for me where, like, my body says, let's just do a system hard drive reboot. And, um, and that happened. But I, I braved myself. I mean, I told you I wasn't feeling good. But sometimes you don't believe me. And the other thing is the day before we went to the beach. And this is the same thing that happened in Thailand where, the day, where like, after a sunny day at the beach, I got really sick. And I also in Thailand had like greasy Thai food. So I don't know what the connection is to greasy food, maybe after getting a lot of sun. I don't know if there's a connection there. But it wasn't like it was the sun. It's the winter. It's not like we were like getting sun poisoning because it was, yeah. you know, we like had sweatshirts and sweatpants on. Yeah, I think it was, I think it was probably for the most part um, uh, food poisoning. But I've, I've had food poisoning before, but I've never had to like, I've never had my bowels cleaned in this way like i don't need a colonoscopy like that's it i'm set that was it for the next couple years so um so i made it i mean we went to go see a house that i had set up for us to go see and i made it to there with you and then i told you you couldn't come in what was my i had a safe word we we had a safe word for that but I, i think it was like something to do with the dodgers and i was like i gotta go to the dodgers game right now and i literally went from the front door of the place luckily she wasn't there yet. The yeah, I was the waiting outside the front gate. And I, and but I was she like, was expecting the both of us. So then I like vaguely gestured that like you were not okay, and but I, just, I would come yeah. see the place. Uh, we're but I never gave her an explanation. I wonder if she was confused if the whole time I was texting us, 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 and then it was just me. Yeah, especially when I when it started out with me on the phone with her uh, with a guy's voice, so kind of sketchy. But um, if you're ever sketched out by someone, just maybe they maybe somebody shit their pants. You know, that's that's. And uh, the neighbor came out to see if you were okay. So I so I immediately get back to your car and and just take a knee. And Meanwhile, this is mid-corona. This person probably thought you were patient zero. Well, this is what's in their front yard. This is what's interesting with, um, with when the human body takes over. Like I like you didn't even feel ashamed. Zero shame when yeah. you got a puke. Zero shame. It's like my body doesn't have the energy to feel shame right now. I'm gonna vomit on my fiance's Prius. So. So I, I did that a couple times, and then we By got home. By the way, home. it's rained several times. I don't know if I, if the puke has gone off my car. Well, I mean, your 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 lacquer finish is no longer. But um, anyway, I get back, and then you got to see me in my true low moment when I couldn't even make it inside. I actually had to bend over. I actually had to take, I think, two knees and hand. I think I was down on all fours, actually. And then made it into the alleyway and vomited. But anyway, and people that's did. a nasty alleyway. Yeah, that's a nasty alleyway. So I was very privileged to have this experience while I was not at work or in a certain circumstance where, like, imagine, like, you know, if I was on the road doing stand-up shows or some horrible scenario. But um, but anyway, uh, you know, I don't know, I don't know why we started with that, but we just had Del Taco and we're feeling pretty good. So <laughs> we're here, folks, and then. Um, you know, a lot of crazy things going on in our world. We just uh, we're looking to populate our new backyard with content-friendly um, furnishings? patio furnishings. <clears throat> and I heard my mom and my sister both were raving to me about big lots. So I did a Google search. Turns out there are big lots in Southern California. Apparently, they have great stuff, very affordable. So we went to a big lots and checked out some of the items that we had already seen on the website. Just to make sure they were comfy. They were. I think we're pretty sold. And then we got some storage bins while we were there for our new uh, storage shed. Well, someone posted um, when I took a photo of that uh, high top. It was a high top table with bar bar stool, like nice bar stool uh, chairs. chairs. And then in the center of the table, it had a gas fire pit. And someone said that that is very cheap quality that they make there. But it's not that cheap of a price. I mean, if we wanted to get basically an outdoor patio set up. So our, our place now. Is somebody now, just trying to rain on your parade, though? I don't know. I mean, I who know, it cares? Just, it was a stranger. That's the thing now. we got so many new people following me um, from the YouTube blowing up that I have a hard time responding to people. Like, and yeah, I get, we know we're not buying restoration hardware. But the, is the price difference really, like aligned with the quality difference yeah i don't know that i necessarily buy that they're plasticky outdoor furnitures and you and if you're gonna have a uh one of those fire pits built into the tabletop unless it's like 
built into your property, like your multi-million dollar property, you're going to get sort of a light metal kind of vibe to what it is. Yeah, you know? it's not going to melt. But either way, so we're thinking what we what we would like to do. Tasha's, you know, taking it one step farther because she was born to be difficult. But she's thinking of several fire pits well, honey, in the backyard. We have a patio. Let's take advantage. Let's live life. I want to ball out with two fire pits. I'm becoming a dad so fast. The first thing I bought for my backyard, which is essentially like a 16 by 40 foot piece of concrete. But you have to understand, this is Los Angeles, folks. This is a big deal for us. We don't live in your eight acre property in Michigan, Susan. So just calm the F down. But the first, sorry about that, Susan. Um, <laughs> that was a random do, name. I wasn't talking to any specific Susans. Do we have any Susans on yes, the Patreon Susan, currently? Su- no, but no. But this is uh, the audio is for everyone. Oh, okay, so that's true. So we have a Susan in uh, in the Pacific Northwest that we love, but this isn't for you. And she does. And Susan does. Uh, she said she has chickens, and she might send us some eggs. Wow. So uh, we'll take um, we'll take donations in chicken eggs or whatever you guys want. <laughs> but um, uh, no, the first thing I bought was a nice push broom, and I tell you what, best twenty five dollars I've ever spent. That I thing was $25? What do you think? That's cheap or expensive? Expensive? Well, maybe it was like 18. I don't I don't know what it was, but it was a nice it's a nice little push broom because, you know, the dogs the, the, we're still trying to train the dog on where he's supposed to pee. We got him a little AstroTurf pad, but um, you know, so the dog's all he's all over the place. The dog's literally thinks it's open territory to <laughs> shit wherever he wants. You can't make this place up, guys. We have a the neighbors keep pigeons, white No, doves. Do, are you, are those There's doves? There's a big difference between pigeons and doves. How do you know those are doves? That they're doves. They coo. Pigeons don't coo. I'm just saying. I think they're doves. You th- okay? Well, you just they're went from, all white birds. You just went from confidence. Have you to ever not. seen all white pigeons? But here's what I don't get. No, I've never seen that. But I don't get why the do- they they have doves. They let them out. They fly around the whole neighborhood and then they come back. They live there. Yeah, but that's still pretty wild. What if one day they're like, let's not live here anymore. You just lose your flock of doves. I mean, we're talking like about a dozen doves or albino pigeons. We don't know what they are. We really should We really should get in touch with some bird people and find out what they are. But they, they live next door. And I'll tell you what, not one dove or pigeon has shat on our property, as I know. You know, I... I thought they would be just bombing our I backyard. I saw some little, like, like, flecks of something that I thought might be poop, but it was like way too small to be a bird poop. So either these are very delicate dove poops and that's how they go, or they just don't poop close to their house. Maybe they fly, that's what they like fly around the neighborhood and they poop far yeah, away from where they live. That could be it, that they don't want to poop near where they live. So they, or they poop where they live. So they've, they already have their poop, then they're let out and they just fly by us. But either way, it's uh, it's quite, it's quite the setup. And then we have what, I might say are like 15 foot high walls on one side. Would you call it? Are they that tall? I would say 10 it's, feet at least. We have a giant least. about 12 foot high wall on one side uh, blocking us from another property, which is very nice because it's, it feels it's very, very insulated. It like secure and cozy. It yeah, feels like it we're in a like fish tank. You know, well, you know how like having a difficult conversation is like easier in the car? because you're like in an enclosed space it like feels cozy it feels safe yeah that's how I, it feels on the patio yeah except for the neighbors who banged so loud and we could literally i think they were pulling your leg let me ask you this how many times do you think she orgasmed just from what we heard at well, least six I, I some people are just loud yeah well she we're talking that trans trans you know Went from one property to another. That's pretty. That's a pretty loud orgasm when you can hear it from a different street. It was impressive. You know it was impressive because you were like, what the hell is that? And I was like, yeah, that ain't her first rodeo. She was bucking in. Well, it was just, it was very um, overt. I was surprised that anybody would, like, be that vocal. Why don't I say how loud that I think loud? it was? Can I, can I say no, how loud? No, because you're going to blow out my no, eardrums. No, no, I'll put it, I'll put it away. Can you? Can you hear me okay right here? I can hear you. Right, this is how, okay, this is how loud I think our neighbor was having sex. Right out, right outside of Turn her window. Turn your earphones down, okay, people. No, 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 it's not going to be that loud. I think it was like this. Ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> Am I right? Is that about right? It was pretty loud. I thought it... Oh, we're talking about two in the afternoon, by the way. This was an I afternoon I was thought. thinking 
maybe it, they were like making a home video or something. Oh, you thought that was my thought. Oh, uh, you thought it was, it was like a porno. A, yeah, I thought it was a like it was a little over the top. How old are you that you called it a home video? <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell calls porn in a, a home video? I think they had their camcorders out <laughs> and were recording in some adult television. <laughs> well, whatever it was, I had a cigarette after, but um, we haven't heard them since. So maybe it was. Yeah, no, and I get to so many thoughts. I always think it's like some young, sexy couple, but I always kind of, I think it's like if you're an optimistic person, you'll assume a f- like a phone operator is sexy, you know? Like if, you, if you're on the phone with a guy, do you assume he's like a hot guy? No. Or is that a guy thing? Maybe that's a guy thing because like if, I, if, I, if ever I'm on the phone with someone, even like, you know, some Verizon technician and she's talking to me, I'm just naturally assuming she's like unbuttoning her blouse. As she's talking to me. You got problems. I think that might be... But there, there is a term for this, how like men are like overly optimistic that they're going to get laid. There's something in our DNA, in our gene pool, that, that makes us think we're wanted or in a situation that we're not. And in this scenario, even when I'm on the phone with some you know, toll operator from the other side of the world, I'm like, oh, this is a hottie right here. I'm not thinking it's like some you know, busty Cheryl grandmother. Do you think that's like a evolutionary sort of like shoot your shot kind of thing? Yeah. I think it's like a guy walks into a new town, thinks he's got his big dick swinging. And that's how, that's how babies get made. Babies don't get made from timid men. You, you, you don't have some like timid guy walking into some town and all of a sudden the ladies are like, Oh, let's go after it. Sure. In today's world, there's, there's ways for every type of person to get laid. But I'm saying the uh, the Genghis Khan of men, the guy that's got loud and in charge and running around, that's the guy. Maybe whether he's not the best comparison. Yeah, so that's a bad one. Uh, but literally, like, 20% of the world's population has his DNA or whatever. So there is something to be said about the loud guy getting someone's attention, which you've. He was a conqueror, honey, and not. In okay. A nice All right. Way. So, so okay. So let's not use his example. Let's use the example of like a pro athlete walking into a bar. You see this. Tall, Dale strong, Moss sweating Dale in the sauna. Dale Moss sweating in the sauna with his big nipples. Somebody's somebody's into that. And a lot of times when I see people are like, oh, does this even work? Yeah, yeah. Guys wouldn't post. And and again, I know I know no one should ever expect. His boobs are bigger than mine. He has he's a giant. Yeah, we're talking about. He works out. He works out. He's young. He's young, dumb, and he's full of energy. Uh, yeah. Oh, we're hitting some traffic here. I but, wouldn't um, call him dumb. So we've had so we've had an interesting 2021. We talked about this last week, and I know a lot of our, I know not all of our audience follows The Bachelor, but what I what I have been told from hundreds of people is that people watch my content on YouTube that don't also follow The Bachelor. So I'm starting to think it doesn't matter if you watch the show or not. But we and I don't want to give away any spoilers or any inside info. I want to respect people's privacy. But we we did find out that several high uh, high up bachelor personalities are watching my YouTube channel. That is true. Which has led to, uh, or, or, or is because of a boatload of new traffic. And I don't exactly know what it is, but uh, let me relate it to like Does a- Does it make you feel cool? Um, it should. It should. You, you even were surprised because you don't think anything I do is cool, but you were like, so-and-so? is messaging you right now <laughs> from The Bachelor. And it's like, if you don't follow The Bachelor, fine. But if you do, it's kind of a big deal. It's kind of a big deal that like... That's um, pretty cool. Well, let's put it this way. There's a there's a Bachelor contestant who has a very famous catchphrase. And I posted something on Instagram and that person responded to it by posting their catchphrase. And I was like, I was like, out of respect to you, do you mind if I post this? Because I wasn't going to post it if it wasn't the type of thing, you know, and, and this person was like, absolutely go for it. So I posted it and, and everyone's jaws dropped. They're like, Oh my gosh, you made it, Dave. <laughs> So-and-so responded. I mean, to put it, it's all, it's almost like if I made, it's almost at the level of like, if I made Patriots content and Tom Brady was like, Hey man, I watch your stuff. <laughs> I'm not saying it was quite that level, but it's kind of that level in our, in our world as we, as we say. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's interesting because, it, you know, I made this content for six years and it's always been like when someone new comes along, you know, it used to be if I could break a thousand views on a recap, that would be good. 
and now it's pretty much expected that I get about 2,500 views the first hour and or, or 10,000 like it's just hard so it's almost like going from having a little rinky dink bar where like one patron comes in at a time to having a like black Friday Walmart where it's just a flood of people to the point where my Instagram's virtually unusable. I, I can't respond to, you know, like I, like I used to be, I'd get one new request a month and it's 37 a day just showing up. And I'm like, I can't message requests, message requests, people that I'm not friends with that follow. And that's on Instagram and I'm not even really promoting it. So I don't know what, the heck we're going to do next but it's just incredible when the system starts to work out and i'm not going to be mad that it hasn't gone this way before but like have you ever seen something that's like it like i, I said this when we were cooking dinner like i can't really share the numbers but i was like at what point last month did i even say hey do you understand what the hell's happening because when i look well, back I at it, it february 2021 was absolutely insane yeah, but it just, it happens day by day, right? It happens day by day. And you have a few good days in a row. The you know, first one like was... It just um, keeps growing. The first one and was you know in the fall. especially cool about it? it? It's cool to have a lot of cool people at the party. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's cool. The, the, your Bachelor audience is full of cool people. Yeah, we've got, we got, we got a couple... A cu- we have a, a few couples that live in Alaska that will like donate and comment and call in and they like tell their like there are a couple like couples that they like they, they'll tell each other that they just know they're going to watch the live streams at this time. Um, like we've definitely made Internet friends from this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're it's, it's you know, this is the future, right? People make friends on the Internet. We've made like friends. We've we've met. We've messaged. We've talked to some really cool people. Well, that's what I in think. In this community, the bachelor, is, the the bachelor person that we're talking about, that we're not saying their name, that person I think sees us that way. Where she, if he, she, or he <laughs> sees us as as like, oh, you guys are cool. Like, all right, you're you're a little, you're doing your thing, but it's all about like, um, we always talk about having equity and having like a certain energy level and, and of course someone got mad at me for saying someone's so, I, I mentioned that someone was out of somebody else's league and they're like you shouldn't say that he's better looking than her and and all that and i was like well it's not just about looks but your league is a combination of different types of energy and i think as the youtube grows and as what we do grows it puts us into an energy level that you sh- if you understand it in your bachelor contestant or whatever you should want to hang with us like we're we're on a different side of the TV, but like, you know what I mean? Like, we we uh we we have a cer- a certain sort of um expertise to what we're doing. Oh, is that car broken down? No. Oh, they're just nothing. they're just on their phone. Yeah. It's a BMW. I won't say the ethnicity of the two people there, but it. What? I'm not saying the ethnicity. Same. I said I'm not going to say the ethnicity of them. Rude. You okay? When you drive by a car, you don't double glance and guess what ethnicity it's going to be, and then you go, "Told you so." No. Yeah, you're lying through your teeth. Alrighty. So anyway, next steps. Any? I don't know. I don't know if people follow the podcast to really hear this insider info, but maybe you do. I mean, you know, it's been it's been exciting that people that have followed since there was 2,000 subscribers on the YouTube. It's it's always interesting, and and I'm happy when they comment but even a lot of people still don't get how kind of like colossal it's been like um our friend super holly she she's followed my youtube for a while and you know you get a lot of people follow your youtube and and she's also she's a youtuber herself like three million subscribers no 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 well i mean i didn't know she was when i knew her and then all of a sudden i clicked on her youtube one day and it was 4.5 million subscribers she's a latin american youtuber named super holly she's like a cute blonde little kind of Shakira type and her husband quit his job full-time and I know this story with several couples where the husband quits his job from like you know high-paying accounting job because they realize look we can invest in ourselves and make a lot more you know every job that people have right every you work for one of the big four accounting firms yeah you're gonna make a couple hundred thousand dollars but what are you doing you're working in some sky rise where they treat all the clients to lunches all day. there's so much money spent on overhead when you take out all of those middlemen you just become worth so much more you know 
It's like you see that with influencer deals. Like you take out the, you know, your agent gets 20%. Your, the casting director gets 20%. It's all bullshit. It's all just people that want to like, and I'm seeing that now where people that reach out and all they want to do is like, people want to collaborate and do different things. And it's like, you just gotta, you just gotta almost ignore people that, that if, if you have the intuition that they're out to just get some of theirs, you know, like, like what's like, like that's going to be the question is how do we, how do we kind of uh, um, understand people's motives? What do you think about that? Yeah. You look like the tacos just hit you. You look like you haven't. They been did. You look, you look like you haven't been paying attention. These for about traffic 10 jams make me really. They make me a nauseous, b tired. I was gonna say this before about you. You are like one of those flowers that has to live in the glass. Oh, there's a bad accident right here. That's why. Whenever yeah, you go, you didn't notice. Well, I didn't. No, I'm not looking at ways. I'm recording a podcast. When uh, whenever we drive by a bad accident, we have to say uh, say a quick prayer. But uh, you know, it's Los Angeles. Every every hundred feet, there's an accident. And this asshole, this is the guy. Wow. 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 This is the guy that couldn't the be bothered. The guy that to couldn't drive. be bothered because he's probably texting and driving, just sped up all the way to the start of the accident and cut everyone off. And now the guy who wasn't paying attention is eight car lanes ahead of me. Wow. I don't think you got to worry about it, honey. All right. So, um,. So that's what we're working with. I don't want to bore people with all the details, but we're uh, we're obviously trying to reinvest a lot of our um, energy uh, into our our new place. We don't have couch. We don't have a couch yet. So or a bed. We don't we don't have a bed frame, but that's coming. And what? So we've been watching TV from our beach chairs, which is starting to get old. It was fun for a minute, but now old for I'm, you. I fell asleep last night on the beach chair. Yeah, me too. Watching the penguin. Thing. Should I take seven ten north? Yes, that's what the directions say to do. So you didn't watch. You didn't We've watch the rest this of the drive like four times in three weeks. Uh, I hate. This is the worst part of moving is you forget how to get where you're going. Um, you don't. Like, one, one more, more lane. You you don't um, remember what happened at the end of the penguin movie no, we watched. You don't either. I know you weren't awake. Well, I just want. I didn't know. I didn't know if sometimes. Uh, no, I didn't make it that far. The beauty of a relationship is you 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 wake up after you fell asleep and you ask your significant other what the hell happened for the last forty five minutes, but it turns out we both uh, slept through it. So couldn't have been that good. But anyhow, so um, what's uh, what do you, what, I mean? What's on the horizon for us? Like, what do we re do we readjust our goals for the year? Now, because obviously some things are hitting on a level that it's like, you know, with, with the bachelor content, you know, today it was just released. I guess this is a spoiler. So if you don't want to hear this by the time people listen to this podcast, you'd think the spoiler would be out already, but, um, I got to get all the way over. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the, uh, bachelorette is going to film two seasons this year along with bachelor in paradise, is along with confirmed? bachelor. It is all but confirmed in, in Katie, who is keep getting over. Katie, I was going to pass this guy. You guys Why hear that I've got to deal with... Why would you do that? It says 700 feet. Yeah, but I'm going west, Why would west, you try right? and pass a trucker? So I want to stay behind this guy. Um, anyhow, so the, the hard part of driving behind a trucker is you can't read any of the signs because you're right behind the they, trucker. Like you ever read signs anyway. You know, I just like to go with the flow, honey. Um... So, yeah, so there's going to be a ton of content happening this year. And I guess I do want to tell the podcast family, if you don't follow the YouTube, I, I'm i compiling an email list, which I've already had, but I've never really taken advantage of it. Because I think the worst thing that can happen when you build a YouTube following is if you don't capture everyone's emails. Because, God forbid, you know, you get canceled. God forbid the algorithm shuts down. You know, whatever. You don't want to be caught without control over your fan base. Or whatever. So, link in the description to that. Uh, very simple to sign up. But also, when the world opens back up, you know, we're starting to talk about a potential tour to some hotbed cities. And um, my number one goal is to get Tasha off of the job she doesn't love and into something that provides you love and joy, whether or not you think it's going to provide you steady income right away. I can't see with the sun. It's, this is it. There it is. So anyway, we only got five minutes left here. But Tasha, tell me about what would bring you joy in in a feeling, and don't have to, you don't have to think of it as a job. Like assume that you would get paid for 
for this? Like, what do you think well, is going to be I the next level of joy for you? Because I'm sure there's people out there that are trying to find this out themselves. You know, it's been my goal for a while that I wanted us to do more traveling and creating travel content. And well, you really, just you really jinxed that, by the way. Content creation in general um, for ourselves. And yeah, 2020 was supposed to be our big travel year. We had a few um, destinations in mind. We had a couple trips booked for early 2020. Still got those travel vouchers. Yeah, we do still have our vouchers. Um, It didn't happen, obviously. And But, you know, I mean, this has been a gold star year for you. Things really couldn't have gone better. As far as uh, your you YouTube, mean, you mean 2020. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, not not right away. Not, no, not, no. Not, I mean, we said this on the last podcast: ten years hard work for, to be an overnight success, and like you know, you've been putting in the work on this for a really long time, and things finally started to take off a little bit. You got a little juice, so you know, things have really worked out. What, well. like, you know, my point is, is that 2020 was a weird funky year it did not go the way anybody planned uh but there are definitely um no you got it you can talk about there it. are definitely uh, by a cop. um <laughs> silver linings i guess is my point so the silver lining for you is that even though uh, your job you know your job went away that you were doing before you managed to parlay your skills, your comedic skills, into YouTube content, and it has worked out. I am still waiting for my moment where I can parlay some of my skills, as limited as they may be, into something that is lucrative enough for me to not have to do a job where I don't feel appreciated or I find out my ass is half an inch too fat and I'm about to be fired. Tasha so, works as a fit model. And they, every once in a while, size you up. So what you're saying is your size. I got measured yesterday, and they were upset about my hip measurement. Which is unfair. Which is not unfair so much as it's an it's a cruel necessity to the job of a functional mannequin. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. the 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 thing that's more like annoying about it is they never give you any notice. So like yesterday, I hadn't drank a single drop of water, and everybody knows that if you eat like salty foods and don't drink any water, you're gonna get bloated. You retain the so, water. So yeah, you know, I drive straight from one job to the next. I eat in my car. I ate a sandwich. I ate some of those um, uh, grape leaves and some chips. So Miss Bloaty Bloat over here shows up, gets a surprise measurement. Or like the day I got measured, a f- um, it was literally like four days after Thanksgiving. And they That's measured me fair. the weekend after Thanksgiving. Hello. I just ate all this food. Well, like I said yesterday off air, what you do is psychologically very challenging because most people don't like to try on clothes, like you said. In the fitting room, in a f- even. In a yeah. fitting room of a store, let alone as a job with people poking and prodding you. And I, once in a while, will go on a casting with you where I got to try clothes on. Like the other day, I had to lift my shirt up, and I was like, yeah, you don't need to see this, guys. And um, yeah, I yeah, feel horrible. I mean, I, I, I personally don't feel horrible, but I don't feel good. I don't leave there going, wow, this feels good. It's a tough... No, it just feels... It's, it's less about like um, being body conscious and more about feeling like wow uh just just not valued more than anything else is about feeling not valued for like your skills or expertise so but the question is is you say you got to you want to strike when the opportunity comes but what what if what if you were to get paid should i park in front of your car sure in front of my car what if you were to get paid to do something would you be ready to do that not knowing exactly what that is does that make sense uh, no, that doesn't like, make any like, sense at all. Like if I hit the lottery and I was like, honey, I'm going to put you on salary, but you got to make stuff. <laughs> Do you think you could fill your time up? If I was like, honey, I'll pay you a hundred bucks an I hour. Absolutely. But you got to punch this time. clock and go do things. Would you think you would come out with some stuff that you love? And- yeah. I mean, I think we've talked about this a million times. It is tough after the end of a foot you know you were talking on the last episode about doing a 50 hour a week side gig and then coming home and doing another like 40 hour a week creative the first thing that you lose is your creativity 
this is a good way to wrap it all around. When when you got to puke, you lose your shame. You forget you forget that it doesn't look cool that you're puking on someone's car because you just got to puke. When you're tired, you lose your creativity. Your body doesn't care about your create your creative mind because it's too busy with homeostasis, which is you didn't get much sleep, let's crave some more sugar. You didn't get much sleep, let's worry about the things we need to do to stay alive. So Absolutely. So you're right that like feeling like uncreative feeling exhausted all of those are side effects of doing a job that is physically demanding very demanding uh a little bit emotionally draining um but in general you know when your whole day all of the sunlight is filled with non-creative non-fulfilling stuff and then you get home and you have to operate for two hours in the dark um you know, trying to do your creative stuff. Well, you know, it's just, it's hard. It's hard to juggle it all. But you know what I've been excited about is we actually have a few things going on right now. Like we've worked out a couple of like, um, social or I have, I guess I've put together a few like social collaborations for the next month or so and I had to start printing out today like my content calendar and my deliverables that's super exciting it would be a lot easier on me if I wasn't doing you know a 40 hour week side job and doing all of these deliverables and content creations some of which are paid some of which are not but uh it's a lot of work. It, it is a lot of work and it's a lot of creative energy and creative brain power. And you're right that like when you are not in the right headspace, those things are hard. There's a reason that like writers like write in the middle of the night at 4 a.m. when they get creatively inspired because sometimes you sit down and you have writer's block. Sometimes an, an artist sits down and doesn't have anything to paint because they've they've got a block. But sometimes you're inspired at 2 a.m. and and so you just got to run with it. I think it's it's kind of the same thing here. Like when you're in the right headspace, when you are uh, um, well-rested and... And you know not that, stressed. You know that rent's paid and, for. And you, exactly, you don't have heavy weights on your shoulder when you've got a full belly full of nutritious food. When you're getting enough sleep, when you're getting enough exercise, you're setting yourself up for success creatively. You know, it's you're more likely to be in that right headspace more of the time. So you know that that's the difference here. I could absolutely find a way to fill my day. Would I maybe take two weeks to just lounge around and live my life? Sure. Yeah, I I like to do that too. I mean, because you and I, at the beginning of the pandemic, and and maybe rightfully so, we did a whole bunch of nothing. I mean, those. I mean, I'll look but back at that as a, as a fun moment. Think about it. We all went thirty plus years fully grinding. Yeah. I mean, this is the only time in. America for sure but I would say like as a collective as humanity that we have like turned off from the capitalist machine and gotten a full break I mean it, it lasted what about two months for us right you, well you went Less you went than. back to work before I did I haven't been back to work I guess in the traditional sense but like you know literally I think Los Angeles was on like 100% full lockdown except for like very very essential things for two months i think most people stayed home for two months and then some people started going back to in-person work but you know that's literally in our entire lives and it will probably never happen again in our entire lives where we were given the opportunity to just unplug and everyone was expect not only expected but encouraged to stay home Take a break. Let's put things on pause for the greater good. And I think in our like American, very capitalist machine mindsets that even it, it's hard to give ourselves permission to do that. Yeah. It's you know, oh the hardest thing in the world is for me to give myself permission to like chill out. And I think just like how, you know, after the World Series win, there's a bunch of babies nine months later, you know, after Hurricane Sandy, there's babies nine months later, there's going to be a trajectory of career and life changes because of the pandemic, partly mine included, where things finally got off the ground in certain ways that never did before. And I guess, I guess the idea is like, is um what, you know, what, 
the difference between knowing when to strike on an opportunity versus just like letting it simmer i mean the greatest gift that this pandemic gave you was taking away your job because your your side job was your safety net right yeah, you and weren't it's like, walking away I've, from that to take the leap to maybe hopefully in six months start making some money on your creative project. What's crazy is I basically took the business model of the political talk shows that I watch and started doing it for just fun. Because while Bachelor is stupid to talk about, I'm really just trying to have fun for the most part. Social, you know, it's nice to talk about inspiring things, but it was like getting getting to watch things that I liked and applying them to my life and what works. Because I used to look up to some of these YouTube accounts as like the be all end all, like Casey Neistat's and these guys that make these really cool vlogs. And not to say I'm not, a, I'm obviously not outperforming him, but I can create content that's fun for me with way much, way much, way less of the bullshit work, which is the editing. Remember I said, do you remember like early pandemic? I was like, honey, I editing's hard. It sucks. I don't like it. And you were like, what do you, you kind of were like, you have to love it. And it's like, no, no, well, I, I understand it's a means to an end. It's like it's like an actor doesn't like to memorize lines, but they like to act. It's just some parts suck. And I've been lucky enough to find a way through the live recording content to cut out virtually all editing, which is so much fun. Yeah. I, I think the other thing to remember is there's a little bit of um resistance to doing something when you don't exactly know how to do everything like efficiently oh yeah right like you've gotten even though you're primarily uh sidestepping editing in the traditional sense like you're not making a ton of content that's like vlogs and stuff besides the stuff that i'm having you help me with uh but oh i totally well i I basically spent all of 2020 learning how to do what i don't have to do now but that's kind of like the Zen do of it. You have to do it for some of the other types of things. So for some of the other types of content that we make as a team. Yeah, I just don't have to do but, it to the point where it's holding me back in a bunch of different ways. Right. But what's exciting about it is, it gets easier the more you do it. Yeah. Because the more second nature it becomes. Oh, what 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 would take the three more hours. tips and tricks you learn? Oh yeah. The easier it is to like push out some of the content. You're just you found a way to really like speed things up. And that's the thing with and we 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 will end on this because we're parked and in the car. And by the way, the Amazon truck showed up because Tasha's got 15 packages a day coming in. And the uh, neighbors probably don't know what's going on with us. I, in fact, half of those packages are mine. But we did buy a gigantic storage shed through the mail and it arrived. So we need to go. <laughs> set that up but um yeah the idea of like all of the bullshit pressing buttons to learn photoshop and to learn how to edit and all those things for me it's like you can't afford not to learn how to tell your story and there's free versions of that davinci there's free like editing softwares you can do but if you if you wanted to learn how to be a chef you probably should learn the the most minute uh, things that a line cook does. Isn't that like the first thing that they have you do is like the most simplest, like boiling an egg or something? Isn't that true about it's chef probably school? I mean that's what that's what karate kid is. He teaches you how to wash a car because that becomes the fight move and it's muscle memory. It's <laughs> everything's karate kid. It's it's very zen and very true. So when it comes to like learning things, like you've you've studied a lot of graphic design things and you've got um you've invested in this stupid little um iPad pen, which is something that is a must for what you're doing and now it's just a matter of yeah it's learning how out to, the rust yeah like learning how to, if you could learn how to do things on the ipad that your brain and your soul want to create but you don't know how to do you have no idea what you might come up with and at the same time you have an audience that's growing that is like your mar- it's almost like you've got a store you've got a blank storefront and you've got an audience that goes, we like you, Tasha. We want to support you. All right. Well, what's in the box, baby? And that's for you to find out. No mm-hmm. no pressure. No. But that's exciting. Yep. Is that a good inspiration to end on? Yeah. Great. And we're all rooting you on. Thank you. Because, you know, it used to be you do the fit job because that pays the bills for everybody. And that's the big thing. But those times they served you well and just like when you when it's time to retire you know what does kanda marie say what do they say marie kanda what are they supposed to say when you throw something out thank you for your service so so you say thank you for your service for the part of your life where you were working that way and like i've said 
I'd love for you to get back into traditional modeling, which is way more fun when you book jobs and you can travel and you can be creative that way. That's way more fun than the hardcore sort of day-to-day grind you're doing. But at the same time, you know, fully, uh, fully expand the wings. Someone said yesterday when I was doing, I have this, I have this, um, anthem button on my roadcaster which is my mixer so i'll play the american anthem and then i'll just like improv it's 75 seconds long so how I'll, many more videos of that are you gonna do people can't get enough of it oh, it's so, so, so it's 75 seconds long someone told me that as i was yelling into the microphone and the national anthem was playing that their bird i guess they have a bird i'm not kidding you they said their bird started not flapping its wings but extending its wings <laughs> inside <laughs> That bird has like, a would, spirit animal of an eagle, a bald eagle. Yeah, there's just stupid little dove or, you know, parakeet or whatever. Just hearing me like, yeah, here's the deal. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, I would have loved to get the uh, ring camera footage of that. But anyway, we're all rooting for you. Everyone go follow Tasha at Tasha Courtney and tell her you are rooting for her because she's got value. She's got soul. She's got a booty. A fat one. A fat booty. <laughs> and she's ready to roll. That's the episode. I'm at D Neils. This is on video. If you join the Patreon, patreon.com slash this app, you can watch the uh, nice uh, GoPro footage. I think we'll do more of these, putting the video just on the Patreon for uh, our lucky, amazing uh, 28. We've climbed up to 28 Patreon members. Wow. Thank you Every, so yeah, much. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. It's really been amazing to have you guys be a part of the journey. And for all of your support and um that's where that'll be and if you want to join the mailing list um there will be a link in this description you just click it you put your first and last name in your email and you they have one of those capture things where you prove that you're not a robot and it's free and i won't spam you so that's it folks anything else you want to say no i don't think so all right thank you guys so much that was the sap bye bye now (laughs) 